Hello everyone and welcome back to the Entertaining Minds Complicated People. My name is Marcus and today I am going to be doing a review for Rainbow Six Extraction. So this game was formerly known as Rainbow Six Quarantine. If you have been following our channel or the game from the beginning, then you will know the development hell that this has been going through with a two year delay and finally got released last week. Now, I am here to give you an honest review of what I think of the game, and this is, again, just my personal opinions, what I think of the game, and if you uh, agree or disagree, please don't forget to, to, please don't forget to leave us a comment in the, dis uh, in the description, please don't forget to leave us a comment down below if you're over on YouTube, or send us an email at contact.complicatedpeople at gmail.com, and we will, uh, I will get back to you. And uh, we can talk about whether you agree or disagree. So, that being said, let's get into my review. So, I love Rainbow Six Extraction, quite frankly, and I am going to just say it straight off. I absolutely adore this game. Now, if you're coming here as a hater and you want your point to be validated, then prepare to have your mind blown and your expectations, your hopes and dreams crushed, because this is not what this review is. Unlike most reviews on YouTube and across the internet, I am not going to hate on this game, because I am not a Rainbow Six purist, nor am I a avid fan of Call of Duty. So I love this game because the gameplay feels fresh and unique, and it's something that I haven't seen in a game before. Now, I am not usually a massive fan of PvE games in terms of uh, hordes and that kind of thing. I do enjoy uh, COD Zombies from uh, time to time, but even that can get monotonous and boring. And I have to say that this game hasn't got boring for me so far. Every incursion feels different, because every incursion I do I'm using a different operator with different gadgets, trying different strategies to do different objectives on different maps, on different difficulties. And a lot of people that I have seen, um, a lot of the haters on Reddit specifically, have started saying about how this game is boring and how there's very little to it, but I don't think that's the case at all. Because they could have easily taken uh, the Rainbow Six Siege maps and just redesigned them. But instead, they have created unique maps for each individual location. And each subzone is probably about as big as one Rainbow Six Siege map. And there are four things in total. There are four uh, levels in total. And each of those levels has three different maps within it. And within each map has three different subzones. So let's do the maths on that. Three times four is 12. And then times that by three is 36. So in total, there are really 36 Rainbow Six Siege size maps, and I think that's pretty impressive. And the amount of detail that's gone into them, it is honestly amazing. There are milk cartons with Ying's face on it declaring her missing because they love the lore of this. This game has a lot of lore attached to it, and each uh, study you do in the game as well is... Uh, an extra part of that law. Now, it's not necessary, you don't have to do this, you don't have to look for these easter eggs, 
because the game itself does not have to be for just a Rainbow Six player. Now, I have heard a lot of people talk about how they've come from non-Rainbow Six games and then started playing this game, and they absolutely love it. And I've heard other stories of Call of Duty players coming in and ruining the experience for everyone. Now, I'm not saying that coming in from Call of Duty automatically means you're bad, but what Call of Duty players have started doing, or at least what the community are calling Call of Duty players, they've started coming in and they've started just shooting up zombies like it's called zombies, like they're playing Black Ops or something, and then they're just getting absolutely obliterated and they wonder why they're dying. And I just think that that is just unfortunate because um, the game, when played properly, is really good. I have played a games. I have a few. I've played a few games with some good people, with some good teammates, who are clearly uh, people who have played this game or this style of game before. And we're all crouch walking. We're all taking out enemies left, right, center. But we're always communicating and keeping it real. Like we're we're not going off in different directions. And if we do, we pinch a movement. We kind of pinch them from both sides and I love that style of game because when the communication goes well the game goes well and as you'll see from the gameplay uh, over on YouTube that is uh, currently being shown um, it doesn't always go to plan it doesn't always go to plan because when one thing goes wrong when one person makes mistakes it goes horribly, horribly wrong, and I have made a few mistakes, and so have my teammates, and when we all collectively make mistakes, that adds up. One mistake might be able to recover, two mistakes, that's fine, but 10, 20 mistakes, that is really bad, and that honestly leaves you open for a lot of attack from the Archaeans. And the tactical aspect of this game cannot be understated. If you do not play this game tactically, then you will not get very far and you will not enjoy this game. If you're not into tactical games, then don't play the game. That's my opinion. Uh, if you if you can't get into tactical games or you don't like PvE, then don't play it. A lot of people have been talking about wanting a PvP mode. Now, this is Rainbow Six Extraction, formerly known as Quarantine, and it's is a brilliant game and does not need a PvP because that is exactly what Rainbow Six Siege is. Rainbow Six Siege is the PvP, Extraction is the PvE. And do not come from Siege expecting PvP and do not come from Extraction uh, to Siege expecting PvE. Um, a lot of people have been comparing Extraction to what T-Hunt should have been and what T-Hunt should feel like, and I completely agree that that is exactly how it feels. It feels like a more advanced, more enjoyable T-Hunt, and I absolutely love this game. I really do. Now, each individual operator that the game has is absolutely amazing, and I love each operator that they've chosen because each of their abilities really does fit. Like, even... Uh, operators like Hibana, who a lot of people have questioned the usefulness of. Um, I personally think that if you get creative enough, you can use any of the operators however you want. Like, you can use Hibana and use her as a trap operator, or you can use her as a breacher. 
And there's lots of different ways that you can use it. You can place their pellets on the ground because they have a lot of uh, faster detonation time than they do in Rainbow Six Siege. And so you can easily just pop it on the ground. You see someone coming. Oh no, there's an Archaean attacking me. Whatever am I going to do? And then you just hit your button. Boom. Explosion. Lights. Fireworks. Boom, 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 boom. You're safe. Until next time. But I, lo I love this game. I really do. I think that the operators in the game all make sense. They all can be there. They all have the right to be there. And the progression system as well is just top tier. It's honestly top tier. I mean, you not only have to level up your operators, but you also have to complete other studies and get more objectives to get more XP. It's everything is tied into one another. You can't do one thing without doing another thing. And that is why I love this game. So, the reason why this review might come off as a little bit uh, different than a lot of other reviews is because the Metacritic score, and th this is both the user and the uh, other score, the, the, the actual Metacritic score, it's very, very bad for this game, I think. Now, some of websites have been rating this 7 out of 10. Other places have given this a terrible score. Now, last time I checked the user score, it was something like 5.6 on Metacritic. And it hurts my soul because this game really does not deserve that kind of hate. Now, a lot of these people in, in the reviews that I have read have complained about no PvP. They have complained about uh, some bugs and glitches, which don't warrant a zero in all honesty. Now, I get that on PC, there have been some issues where you can't open the game. That is completely fair. It shouldn't be happening. But on Xbox and PlayStation in particular, I don't really think there's been many glitches. The only glitch I'm aware of that has happened on PlayStation is the revive glitch where you have to revive someone like three times before it will even register that they've been revived. But that got patched, and the game works flawlessly. I mean, you would hope that after two years that this game would work flawlessly, but we have seen it go wrong in the past with other games, and so it wouldn't have been surprising if something like that had happened, and if the game had come out in a terrible state. Two years we had waited for this, and I honestly have to give credit to Ubisoft, they have done an amazing job. Now, if you go over to the Rainbow Six uh, Extraction subreddit, uh, it's quite clear that the community managers at this point love this game and they love what they're doing because I have seen them respond to so many messages, unlike Rainbow Six Siege where it's become such a toxic breeding ground that even it, the community managers don't want to engage with this community because they know as soon as they say something positive, everyone's going to tear them down. But with Extraction, the community right now is really wholesome, and everyone is kind of supporting each other, teaching new tips and tricks, because this is a brand new game after all. Everyone is just discovering new things for the first time, they're helping new players, and lots of players are coming in from other games and going, how does this work? And the, the community as a whole has been really helpful. And... One thing I have to say about this game as well is the mechanics behind it. So, 
One thing I love about this is the fact that it really is a Rainbow Six game. You can tell that it's a Rainbow Six game. I love it because the leaning and all of the core siege physics are still there. Everything that you got used to, the gunplay, is perfect. It is. It has not changed. And while some people might see that as lack of innovation, I see that as keeping the core aspects of a game alive. Because you don't want to change the game so much that it's unrecognisable, but you don't want to change the game so little that it, it, it is monotonous and boring. And I think that the Extraction team have done an amazing job of that. The Siege gunplay as well makes this one of the most unique PvP, uh, the PvE games I have seen in a long time. Now, again, I haven't really played a mass amount of PvE, or at least in this style, so I can't really comment. And I've seen people compare it to um, Left 4 Dead and that kind of thing. Now, I honestly don't know if if it's true like some people are saying that this is better some people are saying it's worse i can't really comment i have never really seen this game uh seen gameplay from those games uh before i know i am behind on the times but extraction has done an amazing job of keeping the rainbow six spirit alive and whilst there's some operators that they haven't added that we were expecting to see for example uh ash and thermite and Mira, we were expecting to see those in some capacity, which we did, but we were also expecting them to be playable operators, which they weren't. Which is kind of a shame, because I could see Ash's breaching rounds being very useful, Thermite not so much, and Mira could be an interesting one. But, that being said, the team have done so much and evidently care for their game, because each map feels fresh, each map has lots of detail, uh, the game itself, there's no real issues that I can spot, and this could just be me that has had no issues and really enjoys this game. But personally, you know, I have never, I have never experienced a glitch apart from the one revive bug, which has been patched. So I, I, I just, I think it works so well. And then you have the other p bits and pieces like all the React tech, which feels a lot more fresh, as there are some of your regular standard issue stuff like frags, stuns, you've got your impacts, but then you also have scans, and you have scan mines, scan grenades, you have paralysis grenades, you have a laser that takes out sprawl, and it just, there are so many different gadgets, and it really means that you can play uniquely. And you have to make sure when you're playing this game that you tailor your operator to the objectives that are coming up. Because if you go in operator and expect to go in quiet when you have to go in loud, then you can really screw yourself over, and vice versa. So you have to really know what you're doing in order to progress. And to some, that might seem a little bit too complicated. Some people might not like the fact that you have to uh, work hard at this game to get good at it. But when you do work hard, it feels so much more rewarding. And the gameplay that's currently being shown on YouTube 
is of me playing on the second hardest difficulty. And the difficulty spike is incredibly, incredibly high. You go from uh, one game where you're playing on moderate to, I think, cautious, which is the second. And moderate is really easy once you get up to probably level five on your operator. Like, you can do that eyes closed, no problem. And I was playing with my friend on Buddy Pass. Um, so my friend, I have the Buddy Pass, and my friend, uh, my friend's playing with it, uh, playing with me using uh, my Buddy Pass. So he comes on and he's like really bored at first going, oh, okay, you know, this is really boring. This is, I can see this getting really repetitive. But then, but then, we started playing a little bit more, and he started getting a little bit more interested, but was turned off by the difficulty. He's like, this is way too easy. And then I was like, okay, let me put the difficulty up. So we put the difficulty up, and once I put the difficulty up, we were not making it past round two, like subzone two, subzone three, and he was like, okay, do you know what? This actually might be really fun. And we ended up playing it for hours and hours. And we did the typical gamer move of just one more game. And that one more game turned into us playing till about two o'clock, half two o'clock in the morning. So it's a really, really addictive game when it comes down to it. Like if you, once you get into it and you know what you're doing, it's really, really fun. And uh, you have to give the game a chance, though. If you're thinking about buying it, give the game a chance first, because it will take a little while to get used to it. Even when I started playing it, I was like, mm, did, I, did I waste my money on this? But then I got into it, and I was like, whoa, I did not waste my money. And I pre-ordered the game. And in this current climate, pre-ordering games is extremely risky. I don't know why, I just had this feeling that Ubisoft were going to pull something out of the bag this time, and I, I'm not disappointed. The, the game is just so well made, and it really is unique, and I think that's the key selling point, it's unique. If you like Rainbow Six Siege, like me, I love Rainbow Six Siege because I feel like Siege is a great game, greatly unique, but I hate the community and I hate the players, and that's why I've kind of stopped playing it at the moment, because I hate the players and the way people play on it, because it just, it turns me off the game, and it really makes me sad, because it's there's no game like it. And so I've kind of taken Extraction as that opportunity to play Siege style, but to but in a different way. Like, it feeds that sort of uniqueness of Siege whilst also being unique in its own right. And so I just think that if you're thinking about getting the game, you've got to give it a chance, because if you don't give it a chance, you're not going to enjoy it. And if you give it a chance, if you get past New York and you don't like it, and after you played a few San Francisco levels, then I get you. You know, you don't have to enjoy this. I'm not saying, like, you must enjoy the game, otherwise I'm going to come round to your house and I'm going to stick a controller in your hand and I'm going to force you to play until you, until you 
die until the end of time you're gonna play this game i'm not gonna do that i'm not that mean it is honestly a great game and <laughs> I, I think i've just said it we should have like it's a great game counter just in the top of the screen just like oh yeah it's a great game counter ding 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 basically the entire episode would be dings but i i cannot sing this game's praises enough and out of 10 i would give it a solid nine I give it a solid 9. I don't think it's quite a 10, but I think it's a 9. And I like the fact as well that it has a much lower price than most games these days, because it was priced at 70 and it came down to 40 after beta because people were saying that it's not worth full price. And because they brought the price down, people were like, okay, do you know what, maybe I'll give it a go. And they've already hit 3 million players in the first week. They've already hit 3 million players in the first week which is incredible, and it proves that there is still a market out there for this. But I say that you should go and play the game for yourself. If you have a friend that has the Buddy Pass, I highly recommend it. They have a trial version that is available as well, so if you don't want to buy the game but you want to try the game, you can have a two-hour trial uh, on the, of the game. So if you want to give it a go before you buy, try before you buy, I definitely recommend. If you use the Buddy Pass or the trial version, anything that you do do will uh, be carried over progression-wise once you get the full game, if you choose to get the full game. And yeah, I, I really think that this game is absolutely amazing. And you should, yeah, you should definitely try it. You should definitely try it. The operators are unique, the guns are unique, and the abilities are all unique, and it really feeds into a good gameplay. Um, but but be warned, the reason why it's not a 10 out of 10 is the fact that I can see it getting boring after a long, long time. I mean, like, every game gets boring eventually, but I feel like once you master the hardest difficulty once that no longer becomes a challenge to you, then you might be able to play Maelstrom Protocol and other things like that, which I assume are harder. I haven't really got to that bit yet, so I can't give that side of the review. But in terms of the game as a whole, from what I have played of it, uh, it's certainly unique. Uh, it's certainly great. But uh, I feel like once you master the hardest difficulty, if you like are making it through each time and there's nothing left to progress then i think that'll be a little bit more monotonous but i don't think that's going to happen for a long while yet because there is just so much to do so much to explore so much in this game and i i really would recommend it i have i've literally forgotten the most important part which is the MIA physic, the MIA thing. Jeez, I am so sorry. Oh my gosh. Right, MIA is missing in action, and it's one of the best things about this game. So what happens is, if you get knocked, and then you get knocked a second time, and you have nothing to revive yourself with, you will go into a MIA state. And, be, and well, you'll go into your KO state, and what will happen is, you will be taken by one of your teammates to the extraction pod. If they get you to the extraction pod, you are good. If you don't get to the extraction pod, you will have to go then complete another mission to rescue your operator. You have three attempts at this mission, if I am correct. You have three attempts at this, 
and if you fail all three then you lose your operator and you lose a lot of xp towards your progression you lose 30 percent of your xp on that operator which is no small amount let me tell you and it is honestly one of the best things about the game because it is high risk high reward the further you go the more there is to kill you but the more there is to kill you the the more interesting it is and it also if you have health right if you have very little health on your operator when you come out of the incursion when you get extracted then you also can't use that operator until they've recovered i think at least half health because um that way you know they aren't gonna just go mia straight away and also it forces you to use other operators which again people have been turned off by but i think it's one of the better mechanics of this game as it means that you can't main one operator and means that you really do have to play versa uh, more versatile and it's it's just great and not only that, but also the range of enemies. The range of enemies in this game is unreal. There are so many different enemy types that I am yet to encounter, and so many different enemy types that I have encountered. And each of them gives the game a unique feel, and means that you really have to pick and choose your fights, and you have to make sure you know where you're shooting the enemies. Because if you hit them in the head, some of them, will go down straight away, some of them won't, you have to hit them on the weak points, you have to know where the weak points are, and you only learn that by playing the game, which is part of the fun, you get to discover a lot by playing the game, so that there really does conclude this interview, interview, review, the review, it's not an interview, you are not getting the job, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> anyway, we, uh, I really, again, enjoy this game, 9 out of 10, that is the review. Thank you very much for uh, for listening. So, time for the outro, guys. So, if you would like to see more of us, you can go find us over on Twitter and Instagram at MindsPeoplePC. We also have a website which will be linked in the description of today's episode. But in case you don't want to go down there, it's also MindsOfPeople.co.uk. I'll say that again, MindsOfPeople.co.uk. We will also have a Discord server that will be linked in the description of today's episode. And over there, we have a lovely, friendly, welcoming community. And we'd really appreciate it if you went over there and joined us. Also, over there, we have a announcements channel where you'll get pinged every time we drop a brand new uh tweet or youtube video it depends on what roles you have on so if you want to go over there and you'll get notified every time we drop a brand new episode or similarly if you're over on spotify or youtube you can hit the notification icon and we'll be notified every time we drop a brand new episode over there too and speaking of youtube if you are over on youtube then please don't forget to give us a like and maybe a subscribe. It really would help the channel. And speaking of subscribers, thank you to the two people this week, in the past week, that have subscribed to our channel. We do pay attention to these kind of things. So if you're one of those subscribers, I'd just like to thank you on behalf of the entire team. And let's see if we can get to 20 subscribers before the end of February. Other than that though, I'd just like to thank you guys for joining us today on this episode. Thank you everyone for everyone for listening. I have been Marcus. This has been the Entertaining Minds Complicated People. Thank you very much for listening once again, and we will hopefully see you in the next episode. Thank you very much and goodbye.